it is high time to talk about habits in the Frederick household. All Let's right? do it. Because i got to be honest, my habits have been just a hot mess. <laughs> I have devolved into the, the probably the least ha- habitually healthy. Well, we've had <laughs> no. lots happening. There's been a lot happening. It's been a busy so, season. Which we'll talk about that in just a minute. However, in general, habits are extremely formative. Mm-hmm. And specifically in terms of your spiritual health, your spiritual life, and in the life of your marriage and the life of your family. Just last week, we talked about family worship. Mm-hmm. What is family worship if not forming a habit right. of worshiping God together? So we're going to talk about kind of where habits come from, how we should approach them as Christian married people. Right, because habits are not goals, right? Right. Habits and goals are not, they're 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 totally different different and they have different outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about that, get very tangible today. At any rate, thank you for joining us for this episode and we will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Okay, so I mentioned that my... Personally, I feel like my habits have just been totally off the rails. I think we both have a little bit. I mean, we're both just hanging on by a thread. So like, I'm just making a baby over here, yeah. trying to keep words on the page that make sense. Yeah, so we've been <laughs> writing, been writing, doing, uh, working on this new book, and we just, uh, you know, it's it's been coming to a head over the past, you know, months. It seems like forever, <laughs> but like we stopped going to the gym, which is something that if you listen to us, you know that we love doing that. It's like it a thing is a we, habit. It's a habit that we've enjoyed. Uh, I've been probably eating way unhealthier than I should. Speak for yourself. Like we bought these like almond uh, like you, coconut things at Costco. These at Costco. Holy man, I've been eating so many of those. Almond chocolate things. Did you say they have chocolate yeah, in it? Yeah, there's chocolate in, <laughs> in them. I've been not reading like I need to be reading. I've been probably not, I'm not journaling. I would like, say truly. that, I mean, I mean, it's it's been quite the season. You may not have been journaling, but we've definitely been in the Bible because we've yes. been reading and we've been researching and God, I feel like has definitely been faithful to us in this time. He's always with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand I can't really eat that bad because when I eat that bad, I feel that bad. So right. I've had to like submit to my body in some ways and whatever it wants, it gets. And it's mostly, honestly, this pregnancy has been pretty darn healthy. I would say I don't, I don't crave yeah. the grease and the, the yuckies. So we're, so we're looking at habits in the sense of how have personally, I'm, I'm kind of wanting to debrief a little bit. How have <laughs> I missed the boat as we've been writing this book? And how can we approach them with a godly perspective and not just kind of what culture would say? And, right. and I just need to do more to become more, to, to accomplish more. And that's just really unhealthy. But all this is coming from the idea and this, this I guess, stake we're putting in the sand. And we have finished and submitted our manuscript. It's incredible. I cannot believe it's actually here. Time to celebrate. All right. Anyway, always with the song. Always with the song. You gotta celebrate. If you know us, you know what that means. That song. <laughs> <laughs> We're not just Kelly Clarkson fans. Right. We are office fans, people. There's a context to this. <laughs> no, but we finally submitted our first draft. The, uh, a book takes about a year to come to fruition. So uh, that doesn't include the writing. That's just from you know submitting to yeah, releasing. So like- <laughs> 2020. I got right. 2020 vision. 2020 vision. I'm just waiting for all those cliches to come out. So we are excited to have 
crossed that threshold, at least for now, um, and gotten some words on the page. Um, anybody who's been pregnant, you know that words don't, mm-hmm. the, more, the longer you're pregnant, the more the words just leave your brain. So, And we specifically been, tried to avoid that this time. <laughs> yes. And then we <laughs> and were like, miserably. you know what? God, just take the wheel. And <laughs> yeah. here we are. So yeah. Um, anyways, so we're, anyway, we're going to share a lot about I'm yes. interrupting you because I want, I think this is a sweet segue in here is we're going to be talking a lot more about that book. Selena said is once you kind of get it submitted, uh, there's a lot of editing and typesetting and cover design and marketing planning and all this kind of stuff that goes into it. It's about a year out. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to be uh, walking alongside you guys in that journey as mm-hmm. our listeners, but specifically we're going to be walking alongside those in our Patreon community because uh, they're kind of giving me a, a peek into what that process looks like, which is where you're going. which is our housekeeping <laughs> um, item going. number one this, this time <laughs> is Patreon. So if you're passionate about this, the message of the gospel in the context of your marriage and how your marriage impacts uh, each other, your children and your community, we would love to partner with you and you can be a part of making this podcast sustainable. Uh, we are about, I don't know, a third of the way into what we would consider kind of our ad free goal mm. um, based on the number of downloads, which is like a hundred and like 200 some thousand downloads a month wow. and it's very effective god has made us fruitful and we haven't done advertising and so mm. we're kind of foregoing that to keep the content to be as quality as it can be right. and so we'd love to partner with you even if it's just two dollars a month or five or ten whatever you feel led to do a long ways I guess, friends i guess first we'd ask that you pray about that yes. if you pray about it and god has um kind of leading you to do it you can partner with us at fierce marriage or what is it patreon.com slash fierce marriage p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash fierce marriage just pray about it uh, we'd be honored secondly if uh what is it if you if you've enjoyed this content if you've gotten some something out of fierce marriage the podcast we would be honored if you would leave a rating and a review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts mm. just open the app tap the star leave a little you know 30 second sentence Tap the stars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, leave a little 30-second uh, couple sentences. It helps people f- discover this, and it's uh, an important part of the internet. And finally, if you have any questions, go to fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. There's a form there you can fill out, or you can call or text this number. Not while driving. Not while driving. 971-333-1120. Thank you for that caveat. You're it's welcome. a little public service announcement. I just try to keep people safe here. Thank you. So we're talking about habits, and it... The reason why, I, I think it was like three days ago, I was like, you know what, we need to talk about habits because <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like my fitness and like, not that I'm super fit, but I feel like I've just... It's hard when you go a through a of, season when your habits are falling to the wayside a little bit because... I think I was like sitting on the couch eating Cheetos because, and I was like melting into the couch. I'm like, this needs to stop. This is not sustainable. We're just I'm being gonna... transparent here, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough ride, f- finishing up a book, uh, being pregnant, and having two kids, two young kids. So, but God is good in the midst of it, and we are. I am so um, just excited, I guess, to talk about habits because I think, I think for me, I would shy away from them. I used to shy away from them because I, I definitely mix them up with goals, you know. And I don't. I'm not a like goal oriented person per se. I'm right. com- competitive, but that's different. Mm. Um. So when, you know, when we're talking about habits, we're talking about, you know, thing, rhythms kind of, I would almost like interchange that word Mm. of habits and rhythms uh, within your marriage, within, you know, your life. If if you know us and you were going to sit down to have coffee, we would first talk to you about Jesus and then we'd talk to you about habits (laughs) and rhythms. Yeah. You know, this is, we always talk about Jesus and habits are not something that are, that are aside from Jesus. They are, they are 
what does it say? Forming new habits by being controlled by the Holy Spirit becomes a, a way of life. So for those of us who belong to Jesus Christ, these new habits of being controlled by the Holy Spirit, new life in Christ, these are new ways because right. we are a new creation. Yeah, and I, I, it's really hard. You were We were praying before this, before we hit record, and mm-hmm. you were talking about it. You're like, you feel like this really teeters on the line between being super prescriptive. Meaning? Like, just do, hey, do Christian, all these things. believer. Right. Jesus said his, the work is finished, but we're going to add to his work this little bit. Like, it's right. finished, but also do this. Or it's finished and add to it's your just, salvation this. Like, the whole that whole equation, like, Jesus plus nothing equals yes. everything. Yes. And so the temptation is for you, listener, and for us recording this is to say, okay, well, Jesus is good, but if I don't do this other thing, then I'm really not loved by him or I feel guilty. In other words, we feel guilty because we feel like we've somehow let him down. And we're here to say, like, that is that is a foregone conclusion. Jesus right. already loves you. He's already called you his right. own. You've already been adopted in. Now, all of this flows out of that identity right. it's all, in, a, it- in a worship with a worship mentality. It's all it's all having clarity and understanding around order, right? Our God is a God of order and understanding mm. that, you know, Jesus died, he's given us life. Mm. We have, you know, we are in relationship with God because of Jesus. So yes, these habits and these new things, these new ways of life, they flow out of you know, a love for Christ, a, a grateful heart. Um, there's a role that obedience plays, right? It's it's we aren't given grace to go, you know, do whatever we want. The Bible talks about this, but right. um, in terms of in terms of uh, having new habits, well, let's I mean, okay. let's talk about obedience for a second because okay. this is from John fourteen twenty three. If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. Mm-hmm. My Father will love him, and and we will come to him and make our home with him. Mm. So. Okay, so what was Jesus talking about there? Um, he wasn't talking about obey your teaching to get, obey his teaching to to receive um, salvation right. or receive love. He's saying if you've received me and you mm-hmm. love me, these yes. are the things that will flow out of what, of right. loving me. Right. It's not, it's not do these things to prove that you love me, so I will love you back, but I've loved you. Jesus, like, he started this whole equation. Right. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I, before, you know... Like while you were still sinners, Christ died. Yes. And so he, he started the equation. He he lit that fire and said, Hey, sinner, I love you. Right. I've died for that sin. Now, hey, listen, if because of that, that foregone conclusion, it's finished. Mm-hmm. If you love me, let's just look at the fruit on this tree. Mm. If there if the tree is healthy, it will bear fruit. We talked right. about that a couple of weeks ago. Right. And so what's the fruit going to look like? This is Matthew, I forget, Matthew twelve, um, talking about the good soil. Right. So we talked about that just last week. Um, if you're good soil, like you're going to bear fruit. So what is, so that, that's what we're but talking we're about in obedience. So by Jesus. True. And, and we, but we also are called graciously to yes. tend to our soil that yes. we talked about it till weed right. and feed. Mm-hmm. And that's all a very beautiful thing. And it's, again, it's just, we have to be so clear because it's yeah. so easy to fall into the, oh, I have to work now. Right. We just so quickly forget the gospel mm-hmm. that it's done. Right. But it also is an outworking in us. So I think it'd be helpful at this point to really We're kinda, clearly yes. define what habits it are. Yeah, where they come from, kind of the nature of habits and why, why they're important for our marriage. Mm. You know, again, habits should be rooted in the gospel and in mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, I but think, specifically what, like, I, I'm just going to say this. Okay. So habits are sustained behavioral patterns maintained over time that lead to an end result. 
That, okay. that is Ryan Frederick's that, That's something that, that's my own thought. It's not ter- perfect, but I'm just saying a sustained behavioral pattern maintained over time. Right. And I did look up another definition is like an yeah. act that is acquired and has become automatic hmm. as well. It's a thing done often and hence usually done easily. Um, so the hope is that you would do a, uh, you would do a behavior long enough mm-hmm. so that it becomes automatic. So that, mm-hmm. that's what a habit is. And they say right. it takes, you know, between two to six weeks to, right. to, to create a habit. Right. Um, and I think, you know, like anything, habits go through seasons and cycles. It's like training your body, right? Or it's like investing into your marriage and training your marriage. Sometimes it's really easy and we're excited to go to the Word and we're excited to talk about God and pray together. And sometimes it's not. But that doesn't make the habit any less valuable, hmm. right? And it doesn't mean that we are somehow, you know, better Christians or worse Christians, if that right. makes sense. Right. Um, there's, there's this outpour. Sometimes there's, again, this outpouring of what God's doing in your heart. And then other times it's about devotions, doing it even if you don't feel like it or you don't want to. Um, these, yeah. I, I think these are the reasons why habits are important. Well, in the, in the life of a, a Christian, right? So... I don't Okay, there's a lot of study around behavioral habit building. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot to be said and there's a lot that has been said around this. The thing that gets me, okay, so I, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits. I'm about a quarter of the way through it. And it's it's really practical, it's good and and whatever, right? And, and it's a best-selling book and it's the guys It's not awesome. a Christian book. It's no. a yeah. secular book. And so I, I I hesitate to recommend it because it's it. Depending on your heart's orientation, it may or may not stir you toward uh, affection, stir your affections for Christ. It may actually distract you from it. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't. I don't. I don't, rep- I don't uh, recommend it wholeheartedly. However, it has been pr- fruitful for right. me. It's given you some tools. But the thing is, is every every habit, every behavior, every change has three components, and there's a ton of psychological research that goes into this. But basically, there's three components. It's cue. You have a cue or an, uh, something that uh, that triggers the behavior. You have your ability. Can you actually do it? Right. I may I may see a basketball hoop and say I want to I want to dunk, but I can't dunk, <laughs> even though I saw it and I want to. I can't. Right. So you have to have the cue or the trigger, the ability, and then the final one is you have to have the motivation or kind of the the desire to do that. And so anytime you you hear about habits in pop culture, what gets me is that it's all about hey, create these cues. And create this, you know, have this ability. Hey, if you just make it easy enough, lower the bar enough, make it obvious enough so that you can do it, then you'll just do it. And I'm like, well, what if I don't want to do it in that moment? <laughs> like nothing addresses that heart inclination to do the unproductive thing, mm. right? When when Adam and Eve fell in Genesis 3, like that something broke in this like desire to do the productive thing mm-hmm. in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't just default to doing the healthy thing. Right. Right. I, you hope that when the moment arises, you remind yourself and you want to do it. And, and you can have willpower to do that. And that's called self-control. And we're going to talk about that later. But just as we, as we think about habits, they're, they're small, they're small things that there are behaviors that are sustained over time. And then usually <clears throat> any sort of behavioral change has to have a cue and ability and a motivation. So building new habits are going to be around those three things. Absolutely. When we talk about behavioral change specifically in your marriage. So, Right. Sorry, I kind of went off the rail a little bit there, but here That's we are. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, habits are very, they're very formative. Um, they're different than goals. And I think we want to touch on this just initially and right out of the gate because a habit is a rhythm. A goal is more of like an objective, I think. Right. One of the big uh, differentiators, and, and they talk about this in, um, in Atomic Habits, is that the thing about a goal is that everybody who didn't get the goal also had the same goal, <laughs> right? So the clear example 
is think about any sort of competition in sports or otherwise. It's like the champions. Yeah, everybody has the goal of being the champion, but there's only one. So what's the difference between the champion and everyone else? Is it the goal? No, it's not the goal. The goal is the same. The difference is the behavior. And so when we talk about behaviors, that, that's when you get into the realm of habits. And we say, okay, what? So everybody wants to have a healthy marriage. Let's talk about practical things that actually right. have to do with this podcast. <laughs> so everybody wants to have a healthy marriage. They want to have a healthy sex life. They want to have good, um, communication. good communication. They want to spend their money well. They want, yeah, and they want to be responsible you know, stewards financially. The last episode we did with guests was about stewardship. Definitely listen to it if you haven't blew our minds all about what biblical stewardship means but everybody wants those things but Mm. not everybody has them right why Hmm. because their behavior is different it's not because their desire is different it's because their behavior is different and how why is their behavior different well there's a thousand reasons for that i think one of them is maybe just habits Mm -hmm. and not being mindful and forming habits mindful and understanding this idea that it's not the big things in life that are formative. It's the day-to-day things. It's when yeah. you get up first in the morning and what do you do for – I do this. I'm trying to break this habit, right, being, being transparent. But it's like phone, boom, got to check email, got to check a number of other things that I'm just, for whatever reason, Make I revolve sure you're around. you're not getting bad comments on the social media front. It's insatiable, <laughs> right? The bottom line is that's the – but that's not – that's a formative thing for right. my heart. Right. Well, how much better would it be if I woke up first thing in the morning and I said, Lord, I give you my heart today, I give you my mind today, and I give you my body today help me to glorify you with those Mm -hmm. so i open my bible or i start praying or i I do a thousand push-ups i'm kidding (laughs) can't do a thousand that's what i do in the morning (laughs) you just on the belly just pivot back and forth on the belly hey the pregnant belly stop (laughs) don't share my secrets (laughs) don't share my secrets so it's those formative little things that are they they create our habits so in culture uh, we're very distracted because of our phones, because mm-hmm. of everything else that's going on. You know what? Busyness. You got to get the kids out the door. All these different things. And as Christians, we are called to something else. We are called specifically to live on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think you looked up on on gotquestions.org. It's an incredible website. The Bible doesn't actually talk about habits specifically. It doesn't say thou shalt have good habits. Right, right. But it says uh, so much about actions as being formative and in Proverbs is littered right. with this stuff. And I'm not trying to be like all trendy with what I say, but I feel like we will either form these godly habits or habits will form us. Like we won't, if, if we are not intentional about knowing God and about understanding what the gospel means in our, in, in the work of Jesus and how that connects and changes our lives and how that affects how we raise our kids then we will just go through life and our kids will hit all these marks of going to school. They'll graduate. We'll do all these things. And then we'll look back and we'll be like, wow, life just sort of happened to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our marriage has probably suffered, no doubt, on some level because we haven't been keeping the things of God Mm. as our first and foremost. And if that is the truth, then our habits would be formed out of those, out of that priority. And so, again, it's not this... It's, I'm not trying to say, like, if you don't form habits, they're going to form you. Like, it's just right. if we're not intentional and we're not acting um, and walking in the spirit, then things are going to – that's going to happen to us. Life, these habits are just going to happen. We're just going to raise kids. It's just going to happen instead of how can I, you know, disciple my children? How can I – my husband and I be closer in our spiritual walk? Like, how can we be more transparent with each other in order to be more intimate with each other? Like, how can right. we – 
build intimacy, build unity. If we don't think about these things and talk about these things, they're never going to happen. I mean, that's just the truth. They're they're never going to happen. I mean, I don't know if you've ever, I think I've, so we, we've, we've kind of taken a break from homeschooling this summer and there's, I had all these ambitious things to do, right? Of course. Right. It's our first summer. Have I done any of them? A few of them, not as many as I'd hoped. Um, but my whole, I, I don't feel guilty about it, but I'm also like, wow, if I didn't, if I was not intentional about our schedule, if I was not intentional right. about the things yeah. we did during this actual like school year, quote unquote, this is what it would happen. Like we would go five days without doing anything mm-hmm. and you wouldn't even know because life is just so busy and crazy like that. This goes all the way back to the garden, yes. right? When God said you will have to labor, like uh, yes. toil with the earth yes. to, to make it bring forth the harvest. Right. So the the path of least resistance is never going to be fruitful now. Right. Like sin broke that. Right. Sin broke that the ease that was there or even the ease in, in terms of our own desire to make it happen. Relationship with God. Yeah. There's... So like it's easier to eat garbage. It's <laughs> cheaper. It's easier. It's faster. It tastes better. Right. It's easier. It's easier to give your attention to things that do not deserve your attention. Right. right. There's a book that I now that we're done with writing our book, I have this book that I'm going to read. We have like 10 books on our list to read. More than that. Yeah. It's The Age of Surveillance Capitalism. <laughs> it's by Shoshana Zuboff. It's an amazing, long, dorky book. <laughs> but it's all about the, the idea that uh, as people, our attention is the commodity. Like our our attention, people knowing surveillance mm-hmm. capitalism is like, okay, I know that Selena likes horses. I know that uh, you like X, Y, and Z. So now I can, I'm watching you. So now I can feed you things so that I can, I can feed you information so I can sell more stuff to you. Mm. That's surveillance capitalism. So I here's a really quick example is if you've heard me talk about sci-fi, you know that I'm a Star Trek nerd. Uh, I'm a Trekkie. (laughs) I wouldn't say that. I I just enjoy Star Trek far more than I enjoy Star Star Wars. Star Trek, you're a Trekkie. I love Star Wars. No, there are Trekkies. I'm not there. This is where we differentiate people. This is where we are divided. (laughs) Selena's a Star Wars fan. All the way. You need space magic to incite wonder. I just need science and the wonder of the Lord to incite wonder. Are you saying the Lord is in Star Trek? Yes, very much so. (laughs) Anyway, I'll write an apologetic uh, blog on that later. But anyway, so I, I, so we have Amazon Prime. I paid for the CBS. Like the you sc- paid for this? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Priorities and, and habits. Oh man! Because I want to watch Star Trek Discovery, and I, I, I. Do you buy this with your, a, your money or my money? It was my money, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we joke people because so it's obviously my money. <laughs> I like click the button to do the. <laughs> <You> didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I had a point to make. I click this Our button. Money. To uh, to pay the five ninety nine a month to be able to watch this oh show. Well, you can word. pay five ninety nine a month, or you can pay nine ninety nine a month, and the difference is commercials. Mm-hmm. And Did when you one, buy the nine ninety, no, I bought the cheap one. To and then I was like, an episode in, I was like, this is horrible, <laughs> because because they give you I think five or six minutes of commercials in, like, or maybe even nine minutes of commercials that's interrupting the program the whole time. Yeah. And it's obnoxious. And Taking your attention. So for like one episode, say you watch 10 episodes over the, over a month, <laughs> right? That's that's about, we'll say it's 10 minutes per episode. That's 100 minutes. So basically CBS is buying 100 minutes of my time for $4. That's a lot of time. That's an hour and 40 minutes for $4. You know what the hourly rate for that is? That's $3 and that's less than $3 an hour. Mm. Okay, so in surveillance capitalism and being distracted and things that are easy... 
people are willing to buy your time, but they're not paying anything for it. Oh. So I am, I, I canceled that. I'm going to be honest. I canceled it. I waited for the seven days. It was a free trial. I had to wait for that to quit. As soon as it quit, I paid $10 <laughs> to get the thing. Cause I'm like, I am worth, my time is worth more than $3 an <laughs> to hour. Watch Star Trek. <laughs> to watch Star Trek. Okay. Judgments habits, aside. Habits, people. What I'm saying is people are buying your time and they're paying you pennies for it. Right. Okay. So our default in terms of habits, especially in marriage and in terms of our just personal lives and, and how we steward our lives how well. How we watch Star Trek. Our default is to let the ground be overrun with weeds mm. and thorns when in the garden, God said, you have to toil to bring forth fruit. Okay. That toil includes... Mm our own fruitfulness in our own hearts and our own fruitfulness in our own minds. So instead of watching Netflix for three hours a night, I watch one, (laughs) watch one One 40 minute episode. (laughs) Maybe that's not good. I don't know, but maybe I should read for, uh, for an hour a night. Right. Right. And, or instead of just zoning out on my phone, I have to actually toil over my kids and actually care for them (laughs) and play with them, even though I'm tired or create habits of health around, you know, fitness or around just, cardiovascular exercise yeah you with your bad heart yeah because my heart is i do have a bum ticker i don't (laughs) know how i always joke like if i make it to 60 i'll consider it i just don't like that conversation (laughs) it's a bad habit you better drop it you know what it's good habit because you know what eternity is ours anyways yes (laughs) so habits are are very formative they're very um, instrumental in our transformation, I think. Not that we are the ultimate transformers, right? God is, mm. he is the transformers of, of our hearts. Right. Um, but our whole life and everything that he calls us to in our life in Christ is, it, it's almost habitual because it's not, it's like when he talks about how to love, right? In First Corinthians, it's the way of love. It's not, here's how you love. It's like, yeah. this is a way of living. This is a way of life. It's all about how you mm. live, how you love other people, mm. how you are, um, you know, pursuing godliness, how you are renewing your mind and why you're doing these mm. things. And and it all comes from you being a new creation. We're exchanging old habits yeah. for new ones. You know, we have this new life in Christ. These are these are the reasons, these are the things that are, I would call habits, like biblical yeah. habits is, you know, what is, and how do we know that they're good? Look at the fruit that's being produced. Galatians 5 talks about the fruit of the spirit. Are we being patient with each other in our marriage? Are we being kind? Right. Are we being selfish or are we being selfless? You know, what is the heart orientation here? Yeah, uh, Romans 12 comes to mind. Is Romans 12, 12, 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, offer mm. to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Okay, so this is your true and proper worship. I know there's a lot that goes into this verse. I'm not trying to oversimplify no, it. No, I think part of it is, though. A big part of it is. Okay, so there's a sense of offering. Yes. But Tim Keller once said, the thing about a living sacrifice is it always wants to crawl off the idol. The t- Right? Or crawl off the altar. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing throwing some words out there. So the thing about living sacrifices, they always are cl- crawling off or climbing off the yes. altar. And so in that sense, we have to offer ourselves. And you're saying that there's a spiritual formation aspect to habit creating and self-control. You had talked about being a new creation that comes from 2 Corinthians 5, life by the spirit, Galatians 5, uh, looking at the fruit of the spirit being produced from right. within us. Well, and you just sorry, in Romans 12, the second verse is do not conform to the pattern of this mm. world. Yeah. What, what is conforming consist of? 
habits. It consists of yes. living certain ways for certain uh, periods of time and not changing. Mm-hmm. And it's and then it goes on to say, be but be transformed by the renewing mm. of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And knowing his will, knowing his call for our lives, those that is going to change our habits. That is going to affect how I talk to my husband. That's going to affect mm. how I teach my children or love my children or instruct them. This is going to change how we just spend our money with the, like, do we make those decisions together? So this is fire because the first part of Romans is all about leading up to this. Like I I believe Romans 12 is kind of where the break point is where it's like, okay, in light of all this. So it says, therefore I urge you what in view of God's mercy. So he's already laid out this case for Mm -hmm. the gospel in our hearts. Now it's out of that. What happens Right. out of that mercy, that foregone conclusion, like you're saying, we don't conform. We are being transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our mind if it's not through habitual reading of the word, if it's not through habitual prayer, habitual fellowship, habits that are formed around what we have valued, around this new view that we have of God's mercy Mm -hmm. and offering our bodies as living sacrifices. So when you get saved, you're not just dead and now you're just a sacrifice. You're a living, living and breathing sacrifice that takes ongoing you know, habitual turning and, and viewing and beholding God's mercy in the right. sense. That's why we always talk about the gospel because we're so fast, so fast. We may never, we, we might not turn away from it overtly and say, oh, I'm no longer a Christian. I don't believe that. But the implicit, the implicit right. posture of our hearts is to say, I got this. Right. And the gospel is a message that says, you don't got this. Right. Jesus has this. He has you. Yeah. Now live now, now let me show now get you. It. Yeah. Like now let me show you how to live. Live as if I got this, as right. if Jesus has it. So Right. And it's only out of Jesus getting us, right? Mm. That we can, you know, again, Romans twelve and nine that we can actually love with all sincerity. It mm-hmm. says love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another. We wouldn't do these things well. People do these things, but not for very long if it's very, if it's based right. out of selfishness and um, self-motivation. But because Jesus yeah. has come into my life, because he yeah. has saved me and changed me and is working on my all of my rough edges, all of my sin, he is teaching me how, how to love sincerely, how to hate what is evil. Because mm. there's a lot of things that we don't class, our, our world does not classify as evil that should be classified. Anyways, that's and, another story. Well, you are going right to the root of it. And that's what I love. And that's what we've been talking about with this gospel. We, as, remember, we talked about the three ways that n- new behaviors are right. are cultivated. You have your cue, ability, and motivation. Well, I think a lot of times people, like the motivation is the part that we struggle with. Yeah. Uh, there was a season in life I was doing a bit of study, philosophically speaking, surface philosophy, armchair philosophy, if you will. <laughs> Thinking about human desire and the roots of human desire and how, how, where does it come from and how is it driving us? And the conclusion quickly that I came to, and much smarter people than I came to this conclusion, is that essentially desire drives everything. Mm. God, God even knows this. That's why he says being transformed by the renewing of your mind, giving us a new heart, knowing that from the heart flow the wellspring of life, mm-hmm. in the sense that it is almost, uh, what is it, the psalmist or the in Proverbs says, Lord, um, uh, give you know, delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Right. That the the wording of that is He's actually implanting new desires into right. you. His desires. Into His you. desires. And so you're talking about the motivation piece. It's the right. motivation piece to that equation is, I have been given new life in Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm loved in Him. Therefore, from there, I can start working on the ability 
like we talked about so emotional good. maturity, right. em- emotional intelligence. That's an ability thing, being able to relate right. to you as my wife. Right. Now I have the cue is that, oh, you walk through the door instead of just zoning out. That's a cue to me that says, hey, tell your wife you love her. Tell your wife she's valuable to you. Right. And you want to do that because right. you have a new heart that says this wife is a gift to me by the grace of God. So right. it all starts with your motivation. Right. And then from there, I think that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to really tangible here. We're going to talk about cue and ability right. and actually building out the other three, the other two parts of that three part equation. And we're not going to use those terms specifically. Uh, you'll have to kind of read into this a little bit, but specifically how can we, um, build some marital habits, I think is what we right, want to talk about right. what habits are healthy and how can we build them. Right. And we do have, um, you know, we do have a resource. It's free. You just give us your email. <laughs> it costs, nope. costs me your attention. Costs me your attention. <laughs> but five habits of a healthy marriage. Um, you know, there's, there's things in there that we talk about in, in terms of habits and whatnot, but I'm not going to give them all away. We'll share a little bit later, but, um, to get some that, good, hold on, yeah, to go get that book, yes. go to fivehabits.us. Okay. So go to the URL, it's a website, fivehabits.us. You put your email in there and then you'll get it delivered to your inbox uh, just about instantaneously. It might take up to five days. Five, <laughs> <not> five, <laughs> sorry. Lordy, I was like, what? I have to personally email each one up. <laughs> um, no, five it's minutes. five minutes. <laughs> so fivehabits.us, not .com, it's .us because... We'll put it in the show notes for sure, yeah, too. Yeah, so that'll give you a fi- uh, kind of a place to start. It's called Five Habits of Healthy Marriage, but today we're going to talk about some of that. It's Yeah, and it's a short book that I think you, everybody should read and read together and talk about it. Um, but just some themes in it are just talking... It's really more us oriented versus like me oriented, mm, yeah. right? And I think that's one of those those things that really highlights, okay, this is a good habit in our life. Like we are talking about, we are having meaningful conversations, you know, or we are being intentional with our time mm. and our energy and our resources and our, our intimacy. We're being intentional about, you know, connecting both mm. physically and spiritually and emotionally. Um, I think we were, t- so this is a, I don't know. This is a bit of a a branch off, but there's something about being outside together that helps at least me and my heart experience and soak up God's glory. Like there's something about doing it together. Right. Um, and we had this conversation last night in our, in our small group, our community group, and we we're talking about God's glory. And this is kind of where the whole habits versus like knowing God versus being with God. Right. So sometimes we want to, know and do but then sometimes we don't and i feel like sometimes in those moments that we don't we just need to be right like hmm. so we we want to know god there's the all these you know plan these bible study reading plans that we should do these journaling we should be doing all these things right but then there's the it feels like an overload sometimes and that's where i think habits can sometimes feel like an overload and it's like oh, it's good. this is not this is not what it's supposed to be right it's supposed to flow out of an appreciate an appreciative heart a heart that is responding to Christ's love for us and in that i think that's where we need to sit and mm. be and know god like not just not just do but we need to know and we need to hmm. not just pursue but we need to be like under does that make sense yeah i i do i it, sorry I, I hear what you're saying um something in me just gets so angsty too to think about i mean even reading this book that i'm reading right now 
is it just feels like just piling on more and more and more. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, I, I'm doing this thing. You know, I'm having this vitamin in the morning. Then I'm making my bed every morning. Then I'm, you know, brushing my teeth this way right. for this many minutes. And then it's, he talks about habit stacking, right? So as soon as you finish brushing your teeth, then you're supposed to do the next thing and the next uh, thing. And it's exhausting. Yeah. And so it's so easy to just get, you know, in a moment of idealism and energy, mm-hmm. you'll say, I can do all this. I'm going to write down all this stuff. And then what do you do the next day? You fail miserably. Right. And so when you say intentionality, I, th- I think keep the big things, the big things, the main things, the main things. Right. So what really matters? Um, it, so for us as believers, right, we know that like we exist to know God and make him known, mm-hmm. to glorify him. So if there's one habit that does that, like that's the, that's the it's reading God's word. That's where we start. Yeah. Is, is well, communing with him. And we commune with him through reading his word, right. through praying, through worshiping him. Right. Like to know God. Yes. I, I, don't, I won't know God if I never spend time with him. Right. I won't know his voice if I never listen to his voice or hear his, right. hear what he said in his word, his revealed word. Right. But you're also saying like going out and being in nature together as a married couple. Right. Well, fellowshipping so, together, right? Yeah. That's in part of creation. it too. So can we, can we get really specific? Um, yeah. And talk about just kind of the key areas, and this is off script. So, the key areas of marriage. So we talk about um, communication. Right. All right. We'll talk about that. What kind of habits? Just we'll just start there. Yeah. So for us, communication, um, spending time together, has been a, an irreplaceable habit. So this podcast, you guys, <laughs> has been so good. Worked wonders for our marriage. <laughs> you know why? Because we have we have to hire a babysitter. Yeah. And she's incredible and we trust her. So what we do is we, we record the podcast. We kind of scramble to get it done. And then we, we get to spend time being together. Go on our, our lunch date. Yeah, we go on our lunch date. We take our time. We talk. Uh, we debrief. Now that this book's off our plate, we'll have a lot more time to kind of, you know, plan and, and connect in those things. But mm-hmm. we also just laugh. We like today. Today I had a little bit of a headache before we recorded this podcast <laughs> and Selena was not feeling great because just the pregnancy. And so I was like, you just want to watch some of the office real fast. And so we watched <laughs> took like a 20 minute break and just, and we laughed yes. and it was so great. And that, and the kids were gone and, and it, we, it's not a waste of time. So that's kind of one of the habits we built around communication. Mm-hmm. Another one is, um, especially during fights, yeah. you know, uh, kind of committing to each other and this may or may, I don't know if it's a habit or just maybe a commitment, but just not to say, certain things like um we've talked about um kind of what's off limits are your right. words off Building limits in the habits how, of how like these wise. are the things that we do say to each other and these are the things that we do not like ever throw in each other's faces like you always <clears throat> absolutes those are unhelpful or right. saying the, the word divorce it's right. just be, been a habit of ours that we just never say that right. um uh you know in terms of connecting um right you know if i feel like if we have a thing a hard thing that needs to be talked about one of the habits that we have is I'll say to you, hey, I need to talk to you. Right. I need to, we need to set some aside. Time yes. So we can actually hash this thing out, right. whatever it is. So that's around communication. There's lots to be said there. There's lots of podcast episodes around that. Um, let's talk about finances just really quickly. What are some of our habits financially? Uh, we definitely are shoot to live beneath our means, right? Mm. And the money that we, that we do get paid through book sales, um, typically goes you know to our needs and everything but like we don't make big decisions on houses and cars and things like that uh for any other motivation it's just not in our we aren't habitually making these types of decisions Hmm. based on 
an insecurity or based on a want or desire, it usually comes out of a need um, mm. is how our money is, is really spent. And we think habits. Yeah. What kind of habits do we have around this? We we live beneath our means. We do this. We save. We do the what is we it? We don't use credit cards. We That's don't one. use credit cards. That's more of a policy. The you have saving the capital thing, which is yeah, kind of so, cool because. So historically, I've been pretty bad at this, just because we I don't like looking at our account because it's never been good, and only <laughs> recently has it been like, oh wow, we actually have like maybe a month's worth of savings. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But um, what I'm saying is that we've created like so. There's this technology has been so helpful in right. helping these habits to be sustainable. Right. So we use an app called capital actually, and we have a deal like we have a, a uh, thing with them to where if you use our link, you'll get $10 and this is not planned, but is I'll it, tell you what you it is first. Capital? capital is spelled with a Q. Um, go to fiercemarriage.com slash capital and it'll take you to the, the app. But anyway, the way it works is you set up rules. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's like um, at the first of the month, we take 10% and it just puts it into a separate account, and that's our that's our tithing that we we've, we've committed to giving that away. We we don't stick rigidly to that, meaning that we'll give more sometimes. Ten percent is kind of an arbitrary number, to be honest. I know there's an Old Testament uh, basis for it, but in the New Testament, we have to give sacrificially. We're called to give sacrificially. Right. That's another talk. Um, so that goes off to the side, and then savings does the same thing. I think savings is is right around there as well, and then we then we also save in a few other ways, and it's all just automated. So. Right. That's what habits, I think, that yeah. helps us set up Automate, those habits. Automates our habits a yeah. bit. <clears throat> um, and we also, we, we, we joked about having my money and her money. <laughs> um, I think the, the attitude is that uh, it's all ours because it's all God's. Right. Again, we share everything because it's all his. The us orientation versus the me orientation, yeah. right? And as far as intimacy goes, guys, we really, we are very intentional about it. You know, we... Um, we make it happen. <laughs> I don't really know how to say you gotta it. You make we it are, do what it do. You do. And it has to happen a couple <laughs> yeah. times a week to be, you know, fruitful, I think, and to be, I don't know, I might get some backlash for this, but I think well, for us, for okay. us not connecting, we had to figure out what habits and like, yeah, so we talked frequency. about the frequency. <laughs> I hate saying rhythms there because it never falls. <laughs> like a little James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> it just always falls wrong. <laughs> no, the, but but uh, being very mindful around what works in terms of our own health. Right. So three days goes by and we start getting irritable toward each other because not because maybe there's it's some sexual tension there. <laughs> there's definitely some sexual tension yes. there, but there's also a sense of we haven't connected just, just in that connect. way yeah. and I miss you. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm upset at you because I miss you. <laughs> right. And now I hate you. Get out of my life. <laughs> Yeah, nope, we no. We don't but, say that word. <laughs> but it's funny how we're we're like sometimes it'll be like day four, right? And you're like, listen, we just need to get in the sack and figure this out. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset with you. It's a true story, guys. And you're like, you know what? Just let's just hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> Naked hug it out. <laughs> and I I hate that. I know she's right. <laughs> And, but sometimes, you know, I just got to go with it. And you know what? It's amazing it's how... It's kind of the whole, like, fight naked, like, literally thing. Cleaning out the cobwebs type of thing. <laughs> sometimes you just got to do it. And you got to be intentional about it. And we're going to, to battle together in the bed. <laughs> battle in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> battle. <laughs> so those are a couple of the, the big topics, I think, well, in terms of marriage. Did you have another one you wanted to talk about? There's always priorities, too. That's that's a big one. Is Well, I think our habits... I think our priorities will determine some of those habits too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, your habits will... <laughs> the relationship is interesting there, I think. Your habits are based on what... You, or your priorities are based on what your goals are. Right. But your goals are realized based on what your habits are, which your priorities fuel... Or your habits are your true priorities. So mm-hmm. um, 
systems versus outcomes is a big thing that this guy talks about in this book is um, uh, understanding that systems will influence outcomes far more than goals will. So Mm. things like, um, hey, we value our community group. So you know what that system is, is we're not going to skip a Wednesday night. Right. Or we value our church body, not because we we feel like we have to go there to prove that to God that we love him, but because we're going to place value on this gathering every Sunday. Right. And that's a system that we're going to go that says this is a priority to us. And that's going to determine the outcome of um, my affections are being stirred for Christ. Right. Our kids are being exposed to teaching in that context, even though we're, we're doing it at home. That's another one. Family worship is important because we want kids that love and, and worship right. Jesus and we want ourselves to love and worship Jesus. Yes. So we make that a priority. I think and we're not perfect. You guys, I don't want to say that we figured this out no. just the other night, the other morning though, I was just literally like going upstairs to, to get to work. And usually when I go upstairs, I don't come back down. I just stay up there. And then I was like, you know what? We need to have family worship. We haven't done that in a while. And mm-hmm. this is something that is important to us. And so it took all of 10 minutes <laughs> to do that thing. The girls were singing we read out of one of the storybook Bibles, and it was an amazing time. So that's the system right? that determines the outcome instead right. of just saying, oh, I want this goal, and I have this nebulous no way to make it happen. Right. So focusing on that and your priorities. I think that's where priorities falls. It's priorities right. really sets the systems that determine your habits. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this, just to kind of round out this conversation a little bit, because we do, we are going to do a question um, about a previous episode, because uh, we we figured that would be a better better mm. thing to answer, right? If somebody has a question about a previous episode. But anyways, these these habits, creating habits, talking about habits, um, knowing how, the nature of them and, and how they are supposed to function in our lives in our as Christians. Mm. Um, this is why we write the books that we do. This is why we try to promote the resources that we have because like Five Habits of a Healthy Marriage or 40 Prayers because the Bible talks about praying for one another and so how can we learn to pray for one another first a obviously by going to the bible also fellowship with other believers and talking to other christians and mentors that you trust and know also maybe getting a book like 40 prayers for my husband or 40 prayers for my wife that that can lead you through kind of that journey maybe the first time around well it's funny because that whole the whole 40 number came from Partly, right. okay, so 40 is kind of a, a unique number in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, 40 is about the time, so it takes between four and six weeks to create a habit, scientifically speaking. Mm-hmm. So when we've set out to do 40 days, the whole point is to say, you want to create a habit of prayer? Mm-hmm. You want to see God work in prayer? This is this is what that looks like to do what Paul was talking about, is, is, is renewing our mind and not being conformed, but instead right. conforming ourselves to God's Word. Right. And this is just one tool Right, our our books aren't the end all be all. No, but the forty days, in my opinion, in my experience, forty days is a pretty solid amount of time. By the time you don't that forty days, you're not thinking about it. Right, you're just doing it automatically. Right, so that's why we had those resources out right. there. So what's the so how can we, uh, as couples, how can we be challenged? Right, in this. Well, I think we can just kind of ask ourselves what habits can we begin cultivating in order to know God and experience Him within our marriage and. Hmm. I guess the flip side would be, are there any habits that we need to break or replace that are wow. not God honoring? Are there, and I'm not saying, again, we don't want to pile these on, right? It's It's got to start somewhere with, with one thing. Start with one, start small. It could just be praying together. It could be uh, going through a book together. Um, mm. I think just looking at your schedule is a great place to start. Yep. Looking at what you do every day 
and what is something that should change my, uh, maybe something that doesn't need to change or something that, you know, find those, those areas that you can cultivate. My hunch is that at least this is what happens in my own life is you kind of already know, but yeah. you already know that those, those spots where you're kind of, <laughs> I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Those kind of, it's like if you've got a, a, a new pair of shoes on and part of it's rubbing against your heel <laughs> and it's starting to bleed. Like you kind of feel that same way about yeah. your character or about your habits or about your formation as a person made in God's image. And it's, I'd say go to, go to where the pain is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, Discomfort. I can feel convicted around a bunch of different areas for a bunch of different reasons. Namely, it's like TV, eating, um, like how I'm spending my time, reading. I, I feel that, that generalized conviction. Now, it's easy to turn that into works-based kind of righteousness and self-righteousness. So you have to be really careful there. Right. But at the same time, we, we are given... A, a Holy Spirit that allows us to have self-control and helps mm-hmm. us have self-control. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're told to obey. Yeah. Like we're told to obey, not for our salvation, but for our own good and mm-hmm. for the glory of God. So there's a balance to be had there. And I'm just saying as Christians and as people who have brains, mm-hmm. use it and think through that stuff and talk through it together as a couple. So quickly, we have a question from a previous episode. So last week we talked about family worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so someone wrote in, uh, and it's, 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 a, a wife. it's a wife. So Selena, why don't you read this? And she said, um, you know, loves the podcast. It's challenged her, um, but it makes her sad because she doesn't see her husband partnering, partnering with her in uh, the things we talk about, like family worship. She's been wanting to start a Bible study with her kids. She started Homegrown, which is with the Straubs, which we did an episode with them uh, before. But this, mm, uh, this new awesome. curriculum yeah. they released is called Homegrown. Um, but she says, but I don't believe my husband would be interested in being a part of it, let alone leading it. So her question is with all these resources that you guys give on the podcast, like we just talked about the 40 prayers, the two is one husband, wife in pursuit. Um, if I would do it by myself, uh, or just me and the kids, would it have an impact on our family? Or would you say if a wife did it independently from her husband, like, what would you, what would you say about that? And I think that's of... That's a very valuable question because a lot of wives, we feel like that's majority of, of what we hear from yeah. our listeners and readers. It's just is, the majority it, of humanity, I think. It feels yeah. like, yeah, it kind of feels like um, guys tend to be unengaged or too busy or too tired. There's, you know, again, all these reasons for habits and things not to be formed. Well, the um, chances are that if you're listening to this podcast, you're the one that's more right, engaged right. just by virtue of like right. you hearing us saying this and you've turned this on and listened this far. So what I would say to that, to you re- listener and to the wife or the husband in that situation is I would say, absolutely. Yeah. It will have an impact on your family. Right. Anytime you get around the word of God and you make much of him yes. and you stir your affections for him, it will have an impact in your heart and in your family and in the spouse, in the heart of your spouse. Absolutely. So, so don't ever hesitate to intentionally read through scripture right. with anyone who will participate. Just blanket statement. Don't ever hesitate <laughs> to do that. Now, what would I say if a wife did it independently from her husband? Same thing. You're not in any way usurping him. It depends on your attitude in that. If you're right. coming in and saying, you deadbeat, I read this in the Bible today and you're right. terrible. Like right. you're a deadbeat and, and how dare you not lead my family? That's not constructive. That's not in an attitude of, um, of love and an attitude of truth spoken in love. It's an attitude of truth spoken in spite, like right. <laughs> to spite someone. Yeah. So I would just say like, uh, Definitely partake in, in any of the resources yeah. and don't be afraid to. And I mean, not that you're underestimating, but trust God to do a work, even if it's mm. in the heart of your children. He is yeah. at work 
no matter the circumstances. And I know we say that, that he's bigger than them, but he really is. I mean, just looking at my own life, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be where I am today. Like coming from a single parent home, uh, more on the like, not wealthy side, I guess. Um, and not having a father figure, having, you know, family members with various, you know, sexual partners and kids with different guys. It's like, I really shouldn't be where I'm at today, but God is good and he is big. And by his grace, he has allowed me to be where I am today, to have one husband, to have healthy children, to be able to share the gospel with you, with other people. So don't, like I'm saying in in love and not as a reprimand, but don't underestimate the power of God and getting into the the things of Him. His word is powerful. It's alive. It's a double edged sword. It's not going to go unnoticed. And yes, get it in the heart of your children. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. No, I'd echo everything you just said. Um, there's, you know, we're sitting here on this side of the microphone not because we uh, have lived lives worthy of mm. uh, of it, right? We're here because for whatever reason. Jesus saw fit to pull us out of the muck mm. <laughs> and he saw fit to save us from the fire and to save us from despair and to um, show us his light. And, and he softened our hearts and took our heart of stone and replaced it with a heart of flesh. And I think he can do that at any moment he pleases with anyone he pleases. We mm-hmm. see it all throughout scripture. So in terms of your husband or your wife, if they feel hardened, I'm just saying, I'm just saying trust in God, mm-hmm. place your trust in him, love Love, love, love yeah. your spouse relentlessly in light of the gospel, not in light of how they love you, right. in light of how you have been loved first in Christ. Right. So start there. and, and Christ loved us first. That yeah. enables us to love. God yeah. is the one who takes a heart of stone and makes it into flesh. That's, that's yeah. not us. Yep. Yeah. We talked about control three weeks back. <laughs> talked about control, surrender, yeah. your marriage, and you. <laughs> Um, We talked about dominions of control. We have been given domain over some areas, and that is not an area we have domain over. Mm -hmm. We can't change hearts. That's God's business. That's not our business. We try to make it our area, (laughs) and we despair when we can't. Um, But that's the answer is not to try harder. The answer is to look to the one who is responsible, and that's Jesus. So do that. So, Selena, um, we're running out of time. Why don't you say a prayer for us? Okay. Um, God, thank you so much for your word and for the fellowship of other believers. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our guidance and our counselor mm. and for helping us to to know when and how to form what habits we should be forming. Uh, all for your glory, God. And I pray that you would continue to strengthen us, continue to bring clarity and sweet conviction around the lives that we're living and how we are um, discipling those around us, our spouse, our children, and within our the fellowship of our community and our mm-hmm. local church, God. I pray that you would help us to keep the things that are important to you important to us, God. Yeah. We love you so much. Thank you for the privilege of doing this podcast. Thank yeah. you for our Patreons that support us. Thank you for everyone that supports us in prayer. God, we are so grateful to be linking arms with the people that we do. And thank you for giving us this work and this this land to to cultivate. God, we are so graciously glad to be a part of it. In your name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, I think this has been a fruitful talk. I've learned something. (laughs) 
God is good. I learned that something. You know? I feel like every episode, yeah, I'm like, like, God is just teaching me, me so just, much. Let me just put a fork in this issue. Like I've got it figured out. And what happens is God starts stirring in us and showing us how his word is That's actually funny. well ahead of us. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm i always like, man, we are just struggling here. We should probably talk about it. <laughs> I think we're both, we both uh, have that attitude. But yeah, man, so we're just kind of sharing in our, in our um, challenges as yeah. well, friends. All right. Well, I think with that, it's time to go have some food together or something. So anyway, this has been a fun episode. This one is in the... What? <laughs> You're just ruining it. All right. This episode is... In the can. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. We'll see you again in about seven days. And until then, stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com, or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If our ministry has blessed you, we'd be honored to partner with you on Patreon.com slash Fierce Marriage. There are benefits to being a partner, but more than anything, you get to be part of making the Fierce Marriage podcast possible. To learn more, go to Patreon.com slash Fierce Marriage. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Fierce Marriage. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care. Thank you.